Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. Well, things continue to get more and more interesting and just better and better if you're a Florida Panthers fan. Uh, for two straight years, they've been one of the best teams in the NHL. They have added to their roster. They have re-signed players. Um, they rarely lose games in regulation. And now this trade deadline, we'll see if it goes down as the best trade deadline in team history, if it can propel them uh, to a championship. Uh, they've only been there once. Back in 96, they picked up, if you remember, Ray Shepard. That certainly helped them get to the Stanley Cup final. And this time around, you get Claude Giroux, Ben Sherratt, and Robert Haig, three players that um, it's amazing to say fill a need. We know about the defense. That fills a need for sure. But incredible to say the team that's the highest scoring team in the NHL in the last 25 years at this point in the season needs a Hall of Fame caliber forward kind of sounds silly. But if they do want to have success in the playoffs, uh, Claude Giroux, he may not be an overly necessary guy, but he's not a total luxury. I mean, they needed a regular right winger with Barkov. Um, as of now, he'll start there. We'll see if he stays there. It keeps probably the best third line in hockey when Lundell is healthy with Marchment and Reinhardt um, and, and just really solidifies the entire lineup and they're 15, 16 deep at forward. So um, Giroux, you know, talking to him when he got to town, uh, just a real professional one thing I've heard from numerous people, and Bill Zito told a story that he got a text from someone, didn't say who. He said, one thing you don't realize about this guy is how competitive he is. And I've been hearing that a lot, that the guy is an ultra competitor. And, you know, from, from the outside, when you see a guy with 900 points in a thousand games and doing everything offensively that he's done, um, you know, unless you watch him day in, day out, you don't really realize that. So if he's doing a lot of the work and you know how hard Carter or Hagee works, it just makes that line more explosive, takes a little bit of the pressure off of Barkov. And you really have, you know, a guy like Verhage who's just coming into his own with the speed and the, you know, dog on a bone tenacity. He always goes and gets that puck. One of the best in the league with, with two hall of fame talents in Barkov and Giroux. And then, oh, by the way, on your second line, you got Jonathan Huberto, who may lead the league in scoring and is up there for the MVP. So uh, obviously an, an incredible um, get for the Panthers. Uh, they didn't give up as much as they probably or would have had to because the, the teams were very limited. Uh, Giroux wanted to be in Florida. So who knows what else Philadelphia was discussing, but hey, Claude Giroux earned that. I mean, he signed the contract with a no-move clause, and I think that part of it certainly helped the Panthers. So, you know, it's nice to see. We've been through this before um, in South Florida with the Panthers of, 
you know, picking up middle of the road prospects and draft picks. And you know what? <laughs> it, it, it didn't work for a long time. Now you could say it did work the years, not quite consecutive, but almost of Barkov, Huberdeau, and Ekblad. But those are the only three picks besides Uyghur, who was a great pick and great development, you know, sixth to last pick of the draft in 2013. But other than that, you don't have anybody on the roster. Uh, Spencer Knight is there as a first rounder. Lundell is there as a first rounder. So even though they give up future first rounders, um, you still have the first round picks from 18, 19, 20, and 21. And two of them are on the team. And I know there's still hope for Dennis Senko. He's been hurt this year. And there's a lot of uh, hope for Mackie Samuskevich, who's just finishing his freshman year at Michigan. Um, so worry about later, later. I kind of had a chuckle at some of the um, conversation about how much the Panthers gave up for Ben Sherratt. Well, would you rather hold on to those assets and lose in the first round or lose in the second round or give yourself a chance to win? You're going to go to Jonathan Huberdeau and say, hey, you've been here 10 years, but we need to make sure our third line in 2026 is pretty good so we're not making any moves? Of course not. So you go all in. You worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. This team is still going to be um, a dynamite contender for the next who knows how many years, all these players basically are signed. Um, and you do have some young guys in Lundell and Knight um, that are coming through. So uh, I thought the moves were, were excellent by the Panthers. Um, if they do want to ever get those picks back, they can through trades down the road. But right now, it's winning time. I mean, you've got Barkov, Huberdo, Ekblad, Weger. You got these guys in their prime: Bennett, Reinhardt, Berhage, Duclair, and they're all signed. Lundell under control. Um, you know, so you've got all these players that are locked in. Um, you've got to go for it, and uh, and they did, and they didn't really touch the roster. I mean, I, I think Bill Zito is genuinely heartbroken that he had to move Frank Vetrano in this whole thing. Because Frankie's a guy, the team likes him, players like him, um, good dude, you know, good depth player, but, but you had to do it. I mean, you couldn't keep all these guys on the roster. So uh, that just tells you where the, you know, the, kind of the mindset is. Um, they're just a great group of guys on the team. And uh, top to bottom, the franchise cares. They, they care about the players. And I think it shows in, in their effort and their play. So here we go, 20 games to go. Unfortunately, Aaron Ekblad. Um, is out, but it could have been a lot worse. Uh, the bottom of the, the pit of the stomach feeling that everybody had, I know. Um, it's not often I'm speechless, but I was speechless on TV when I'm watching Aaron Ekblad crawling off the ice, and we're all thinking the same thing a year later. Oh, no, not again. First of all, feel horrible for him. Um, and then you start thinking in the team standpoint, hey, can you win without him? It didn't work last year. So hopefully he's back at the very start of the playoffs, if not at the very start, hopefully during round one. Um, and if he is, you look at the difference in this team now going into the playoffs from this year to last year. You're going to have an Aaron Ekblad, you're going to have Ben Sherratt, and you're going to have a depth guy most likely in Robert Haig on defense. You're going to have Anton Lundell, and you're going to have Sam Reinhardt and Claude Giroux all in your lineup that you didn't have a year ago when, by the way, if you played anybody else besides Tampa, the champs in the first round, you probably would have won the first round, and who knows how far you could have gone. 
So it's a lot of excitement. Um, I know the games, the home games, what, there's nine or ten home games left in the regular season. It's going to be uh, rocking and rolling. Crowds have been, you know, building, and it's been so loud all year long. And uh, it really should be a lot of fun as they go for, um, you know, obviously try to win the division, win the East, and, you know, win the President's Trophy uh, if you possibly can. So, you know, that'll be another thing to watch, how much they put their, you know, pedal to the metal, try to get it done. Um, I don't really see them trying to rest guys and things like that. I mean, if you're healthy, you play. And I think Andrew Brunette, um, with such a good roster, uh, has really done a nice job of managing the ice time. You don't get, normally, guys playing the absolute huge minutes. Um, obviously, Uyghur and Ekblad were playing really big minutes, and that was part of the reason why I think um, they made that deal, gave up what they did to get Ben Sherratt done early. And uh, again, you know, Sherratt is another guy. And, you know, I spoke to Bill Zito about this, and he's certainly not going to be a brag, uh, braggadocio type. But I said, how do you look at players when, for whatever reason, wh whatever you want to blame, okay? And you can go to, you know, Bennett and Forsling and Sherratt and, and, and keep going on and on. Duclair, you bring players in that, for whatever reason, it wasn't working for them in one place, whether it was their fault, whether it was the coach's fault, whether it was the team losing, whatever, whatever the case. How do you target those guys and say, okay, I'm going to get them and it's going to be different. And Bill Zito said he's, you know, he doesn't look at what, you know, they're doing there. He looks at what they can be in a certain position here. And that takes a lot of guts. I mean, you know, if all these moves didn't work out, the Panthers would be a middle-of-the-road team and they would have lost a lot of their assets and they'd be locked into these contracts. Now we all say, oh, great, all these guys are signed. If it didn't work out, you'd go, oh, no, all these guys are signed. Um, so, you know, they've done that numerous times. I mean, and they've taken guys in situations where, and I'm not going to say every team that loses the environment is bad. Sometimes you're just not good enough. But they were all teams that were losing. You know, you got Montour and Reinhardt from Buffalo. Now Robert Haig from Buffalo. Um, you know, Forsling was obviously on waivers, so he was nowhere. Dudas was a free agent. Wasn't real happy with that one year he, he spent in Washington. Um, Ratko Gudis is playing the best hockey he's ever played. The Panthers saw that. Um, and some of it is, by the way, with the team, some of it is the eye test. Some of it is the um, advanced stats, the, the analytics that go into it of, hey, this guy is a lot better than his numbers look. And you go up and down, I mean, even Sam Reinhardt, who is very good in Buffalo. I mean, this guy's going to blow away all of his career highs. Uh, Bennett would probably be the biggest one. So it, it really is a unique ability to take a guy, to take, you know, evaluation and find players that are in situations where things, for whatever reason, aren't going well for the player and have that vision. And most of these guys have seamlessly walked in to South Florida and been excellent. So uh, it's a great time to be a Panther fan. Hope everybody's been enjoying it. Thanks, as always, for listening to the podcast. Thanks to our producer, Brett Markowitz. Please take a minute, listen to our sponsors, and um, we'll chat with you soon. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase 
Call Kenny. Represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDS and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDS on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. 5763 help us help Dave Lister and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.